0: Got a random question here we ask everybody. Uh, what do you put on your hot dogs? Oh
1: snap! Mustard only, dude. Spicy brown.
0: Just mustard. That's it. Okay. I mean, I can get behind it. It's, uh, it's simple, but I, I like
2: do. it. It's pretty good,
0: I think. <laughs> what is?
2: Ice white onion.
0: Okay. A
3: little. A little. I actually have a very specific answer to this question. I've sent in the group chat. Uh, peanut
4: butter. I do. <laughs>
5: You know, give me this. What's, What's the matter that? with it? I can't trust him with <laughs> it with
4: it. This guy's dangerous, yeah.
0: Welcome to episode 103 of The Cast That Ends Creation. I'm your host, Chris Deering. This is the show where we interview bands and public figures from the Mathcore, Mathcore, adjacent Jason communities. If you, beautiful people in chat, uh, if you have any questions or comments, feel free to drop them and I'll try to read them aloud. If you'd like to sub for five bucks, you get access to some exclusive emotes as well as access to the interviews before they hit YouTube and other streaming services. Uh, you can also sub for free by attaching Amazon Prime account to your Twitch account. It's like taking five bucks from Jeff Bezos' pocket and putting it into mine. Uh, If you're watching this on YouTube or listening to this in your car and have no idea what I'm talking about, the show is first shown live on Twitch. Join us every Sunday and Wednesday for the live cast at twitch.tv slash thecast Uh, With all that out of the way, let me introduce our guest today who dropped their debut album, It's a Drink, earlier this month. Welcome in, Rat Punch. How's it going, guys? Hey. Uh, So tell us who you are, what you do in the band.
2: Uh, who's going first? Go ahead. I'll go first. Uh, I'm Ryan. I do the art stuff for the band. Alrighty. Visual member. Yeah. Visual member. <laughs>
5: <laughs> I'm Bishop. I play bass and do some vocals. Uh, I'm Seth. I do vocals and synth, loop, loop stuff.
4: And I'm I'm Nick. I do all the guitar. I'm Dolph. I play drums.
0: Alrighty, uh, it's not too often that I see a uh, band bringing on their uh, visual artist, so uh, why do you feel uh, he's such an important part?
5: Uh, it's a, Well, you get it, I guess. Yes. Why are you crucial? <laughs> <laughs> I, want, I want someone else to praise yeah, you. Right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, want me not. Uh, it's <laughs> a new thing. Uh, but we've just been working with Ryan a lot to do like the music videos and stuff, and we've been talking about doing a lot more visually integrated stuff after this album. After like working with him has been so easy, and uh, he's like he brought it up to us. So.
3: Yeah, he's the mastermind. Like he, uh, he just made a visualizer for us that we used at our last show. That was that was really cool. So
5: yeah, we got a projection go behind us now.
2: We
0: need. Ooh, fancy.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I um. I've, I've been doing a lot of the show flyers. We've been talking about doing some uh, some designs and music video stuff. and um, At a certain point, I got tired of them asking me about payment situations, <laughs> and I said, yeah, we're going to just keep doing this long-term. I really don't want to talk about payment. I would just rather do it because I enjoy doing it a lot. Uh, and, oh, so you're doing it
0: for free. Dude, that's badass. Holy crap. Yeah. All righty.
2: The trade off was that they had to let me join the
0: band. So, Uh, so y'all's first release was in 2014. Like, I was stunned to find that out, digging into you guys. It's a long freaking time ago, man. Like, uh, what was that, seven years? Uh, So, how did the band form?
5: Uh, Me and Dolph have been playing music together since, like, high school, (laughs) like, 2011.
4: Okay. yeah I guess we were like a couple of the only kids at our really like upper end uh high school that like metal and so um we actually we, we didn't we ever play in band before no you were uh i was in
5: uh waves before you were okay yeah we were in like
4: separate bands for a while that played shows together but never in a band together and um, we were just at the skate park one day um, and I had like a shirt that said KYS. We're from Knoxville, Tennessee. And so it was Knox Youth Sports. But oh, usually like-
0: that means kill yourself. So, uh- yeah, it's <laughs> like kill
4: like- yourself. So. And it, it had this like baseball, like, it looks like a Mad Ball logo, it's just like this angry baseball, like breaking a bat over his head. Like, this would be a sick band, <laughs> and be a sick band name. <laughs> so, like, 16 and 17 year old us thought it'd be cool to like name the band Kill Yourself and have this like sports brand <laughs> as our uh, t shirts already. <laughs> so, we, we kind of ran with this. Seth was actually on guitar. Yeah. We had another vocalist at the time. Um, yeah. Wow. And then who else was in the band? Uh, I guess it was Robert. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> so, we had different band members at the time. Like, that's that's kind of how it started. And then I remember just like rolling up to the first show. Like we we played a weirdly bigger venue than we ever play now, and so they had these like big projector screens, and it just said "kill yourself" on it. <laughs> and like at that moment, I knew that that was like. We probably shouldn't. Keep <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I they liked the one show. We came up with a Rat Punch.
0: Okay. Yeah, uh, I've seen a couple of bands have issues with uh, their names being something along those lines. So it's uh, <laughs> probably a good thing. Probably a good thing. Um, so we got 30 seconds go in the chat. And uh, Brandon Dowdy, oh, a boy. drummer from there, is in there too. He's asking So when did you guys start punching rats? All we've done is talk so far. <laughs>
5: <laughs> uh, I, we change the name in, in 2014
4: yeah it was kind of a turn so like I guess when it came to being in metal bands it was like a lot of the people that I really liked to hang out with and were responsible human beings were like not the best artists and musicians and a lot of the people that were great artists and musicians were just like very unreliable or just Sketchy people in general, and so (laughs) I came up with like a code name for people, call them rats. Yeah, (laughs) I mean, I'd love to be in a band with this guy, but he's a rat,
0: man. (laughs) Okay, okay. It was kind of birthed out
4: of frustration of that, and we just thought it was like a cool combination of words. Yeah, Yeah. it did. Yeah, it
5: did start initially as a melee attack, but now it's a drink.
4: Yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs> I, I do got to ask, what's up with the pumpkin and the weapons? You're kind of scaring me a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me, yeah, let me yeah. pull this up
6: close.
5: Yeah. This is our beautiful boy. In the spirit of... Hey, if you to say something wrong... <laughs>
6: <laughs>
1: Mind
3: your man.
5: <laughs> <laughs> the,
3: the weapons were, I guess, maybe last year or the year... Late 2019, uh, this, this mace was definitely bought with the intention of it being a stage prop.
6: Um,
3: and <laughs> really? it is, like, we got, did you get it on Amazon? Like, something <laughs> like that. Unfortunately, yeah. But, like, it's still, it is a weapon. Like, these spikes are extremely sharp. Um, How would you know,
0: use that as a stage prop?
3: Just wield it. Yeah. <laughs> you just have
0: it in your hand while, like, like Seth has it in his hand while he's doing vocals or something? Or?
5: Yeah, yeah i thought about like trying to attach a mic to the it or something yeah
0: <laughs> okay it, okay
3: it's scary to think about like trying to bring it into a venue though
4: like
0: a right. like,
4: backpack and like yeah. walking in with it um, <laughs> but it, it is featured in the music video yeah in our um in our first i guess music video release the hidden sessions This does make an appearance at the end. And Nick actually, Uh, like, there's some crazy behind the scenes where he swings it. And because it's a $15 mace, like, the head of it just goes flying off. (laughs) That was scary.
5: stuck into the wall. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) well, it sticks (laughs) into
4: a pinata and then just slaps the wall. And, like, we had like four people standing behind it. So, like, could have hit any of us. Yeah. Or it could have, like, hit my drum set, was right where he was swinging it. (laughs) It somehow was way less (laughs) catastrophic. It was scary. (laughs) scary. We all stood in shock. (laughs) (laughs) Once we realized nobody (laughs) hurt.
0: So it started out with uh, Dolph and Seth then. So how did uh, Bishop and uh, I totally. Oh, here we go. Nick, how did Bishop and Nick get in the band then? Um, I moved to Knoxville
1: in 2016 and I went to the. To a show and i met these guys uh we started hanging out really i didn't know anyone and then um right around that summer was when we wrote like um was it, in the grass and stuff that was some of the first stuff we did yeah is that 2016 uh, or 2017 that was
0: 16 okay um yeah i was gonna say uh, i did notice a huge difference in like the sound from like the very first stuff as y'all like went along like you could totally tell like there was a stylistic i guess around then actually
5: uh yeah I guess Kill Soul started as more like a like a hardcore like
4: like uh, beatdown, deathcore
5: beatdown type band and then we were like yeah oh, this sucks <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah I guess because in like 2011 that's when we first started writing music and we actually we have recordings they're not like released on anyone no podcasts. one will ever find them <laughs> <laughs> yeah it is more like beatdown like even gent and hardcore like that's what I guess a lot of us were into at the time.
3: Yeah. Uh, I joined the band 2019, I think. That sounds right. 2019. Yeah,
5: the year before 2020. Yeah. 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 2019? <laughs> yeah. I was trying to contextualize yeah. that. So like,
3: Chronologically, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, Nick actually messaged me on Facebook saying that I should join because they didn't have a bassist at the time it was just guitar drums and vocals and uh rat punch was like one of my favorite like local bands so before I was in the band I was like screaming some of the lyrics like into set's face at their shows and I, I went to their shows pretty often I can't even remember we were probably both drunk and it was like two in the morning and Nick was like it's like dude you're at every show he's like I'll teach you the song so like uh <laughs> for a while with uh, some of the first songs maybe even like a majority of them Nick actually like uh hand tabbed them out on paper for me and we <laughs> learned them together and so that's how I learned a, a good bit of the songs on that first record was Nick was just like dude you can do it I promise yeah, yeah so if you uh, can tune it you can do it. yeah <laughs> <So> that, <laughs>
1: that's how that happened
0: that's awesome. Uh, Thirty seconds go in chat says I have a question for the band. How did so many dime pieces all manage to find each other? <laughs> Not sure what that means, but I guess it's an inside joke with you guys.
3: Dime pieces, dime pieces, just handsome guys. I don't know. I did, I did uh, watch uh, <laughs> one of their music videos today that has uh, it features uh, one of the vocalists of arsonist get all the girls, and I commented, "I love you." Well, 30 Seconds Go is like so sweet to us on like every social media. So <laughs> uh, yeah, the shout are, yeah, shout out to them. They are incredibly, incredibly sweet. They, they are, are awesome. Uh,
0: laptop. Oh, uh, Brandon says that Dime Pieces equals sexy mofos. So uh, there you go. <laughs> uh, laptop Gerbil in chat asking, who's your favorite fan? I guess this is someone that you guys. that laptop,
4: favorite. Favorite fan? Wait, who has
0: that? Laptop gerbil.
4: Oh, that's Wesley Noah. He's our favorite fan. <laughs> <laughs> Wesley, yeah. Wesley. it's
0: the Noah rule. We'll
5: play homeless. <laughs>
4: yeah.
0: So uh, you guys dropped a bunch of singles and like short EPs up until like I, I guess 2016 uh, is when you guys just like stopped. So uh, what happened? why did y'all stop and then come back with your first album you know, with a five-year gap?
5: Uh so we before Nick was in the band, we had a different guitarist. His name was Robert. Shouts out, Robert. Hey. Uh he's still making music, but uh, when we kind of like transition on the day being more like grind oriented, he I guess it just wasn't really his thing. And, but he was like recording us really a lot. So when uh he I guess we mutually decided that it just wasn't the right fit anymore. And so then we didn't really have in-house recording, dude, so it's hard to do demos and stuff. And then there was, like, job stuff. Yeah. That got in the way. And uh, I guess that's why we just never put anything out for a while. But we were always playing shows.
1: Yeah. We went to Illinois a few times.
5: Yeah. That was cool. Yeah. Okay. We were still writing music the whole time, too, but we just never got around to recording until – I guess right when the pandemic hit, and then it took a really long time to put out the album after that because of it. Yeah, but it's yeah. like
0: not to do anything for five years. And then when the pandemic hit, you're just like, okay, it's time to record.
1: To segue. So when I joined the band, like, you know, we wrote what we wrote, like Snakeys in the Grass. What else did we write? Uh, Thrash. We wrote um, Caffeinated. Is, Caffeinated. Caffeinated. And um, we barely
5: know the song titles that are on yeah.
1: there. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Black Metal. But this album's more like a compilation of. Kind of like taking that era to now and just kind of being like, this is it, and we can kind of move on yeah. Yeah. direction wise. The
5: first song is like the very first song. Rap, I guess Rat That is our shorthand for it. Uh, but that's the first song we wrote with like our current vision of like what Rat Punch should sound like. When I was like way back in 2014, and that made it onto this record. And then there's other songs that we wrote like a month before going into recording.
0: On it. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's funny. I think I think that first song is actually my favorite one out of uh, all of, out of all of them. Like it just hits you so hard. So I think it's a great direction to be going.
5: Yeah, yeah. That's that's why we keep it around
0: because it, it's a lot
5: of fun. Yeah, it's our classic opener. Yeah, it's too long.
6: <laughs> 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 too
0: <It's just> long. <love. laughs> So, uh, sounds like you guys have carved out a pretty nice spot with your sound. It's brutal, but fun as well. Uh, it really sounds like, uh, I really like the odd, like electronic pieces that are in there too. Uh, a lot of bands aren't doing that. Um, and, uh, vocals are great as well. Uh, it, I feel like it's pretty original. Uh, a lot of bands aren't doing like the whole grindy with like weird skronkiness anymore. And it's awesome to hear that coming back. Uh, most bands are just trying to do, like, the heaviest breakdown they possibly can. And while that's, like, great and all, uh, I feel like yours is a lot more fun and uh, enjoyable. So I feel like y'all are really onto something, and it, it's some good shit. Really good stuff. Wow. Thanks. Thank so, you, man. That's so yeah, nice. That is <laughs> sweet.
5: Oh, I do like to imagine us as a
4: party band. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I can see that. I saw your set, actually, for uh, Hit It uh where you had like the conf or there's like the confound of its confetti had some kind of ribbon or whatever all over the ground and stuff like that and i was like oh this is totally totally their vibe and you had like the piano pi- pinata smashing at the end and stuff like that uh it was, it was a pretty fun set to watch yeah um,
6: after, uh, whenever
3: we were having previews made ryan made a preview for the riff city video and described it as kind-hearted party grind and i thought that that was really sweet because like <laughs> sometimes people ask like uh like for one example uh my dad shared the the first music video we put out for nightmare ants and he's supportive and like all my family is supportive so that's very sweet of them but there are other people who are like his age who were like what would you call this and I was like I don't know like I guess grindcore it, I feel like it's hard to just tell someone who's like maybe 50 like oh it's grindcore and they're like, well, what is that? <laughs> uh, I like kind-hearted party grind, so I think that I think that will stick. At least in my heart, <laughs> it will stick. Yeah, that's one of
0: the hard things with these bands. It's so hard to just like put one label on them. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you could be, you could call yourself all kinds of different stuff. Like yeah. post-hardcore yeah, yeah. in some parts, just straight straight yeah. ahead like hardcore in other parts, and like it's like Pig Destroyer meeting like uh, I don't know Great Redneck Hope or something like that. Like. Uh,
3: Pretty uh, yeah, yeah it's almost like we've gone past genres we've gone past sub-genres and now it's just like you just have to describe bands with adjectives like that's all you
1: can do okay, <laughs>
5: yeah, you.
0: so what are th- your influences going into this uh your biggest influences
5: who wants to go
3: first yeah to go first? <laughs> uh I-, I could go first i guess uh seth and i do listen to a lot of similar music uh Old Daughters, of course. Great Redneck Cope is, is a good one uh, when I was growing up. And even still now, I, I love a lot of the, like, uh, DeBello Records bands, 3-1-G Records bands. Like, anything that Justin Pearson has done is awesome. Uh, you know, like Sawtooth Grin. I really just like the bands that whoever could scream the highest, like the highest-pitched scream, I thought that that was, like, the coolest shit ever.
0: Oh, yeah, that sawtooth green thats pretty hard to, to beat uh hayworth is pretty insane too
3: yeah yeah <laughs> i didn't know about them until uh like math core index but yeah that that one's hard to beat but they're young they're young so they, they've got that on their side but their their screen
5: is extremely extremely high so of course i love that uh i guess like more on like the the trad grind part nodes nosebleed has always been like a pretty big influence for me and uh love insect warfare and like despise you and uh psyopis i feel like everyone in our subgenre is like yeah we all love psyopis yeah and it's true because they're the best <laughs> <laughs>
0: Dude, uh, did you see I- that uh, silent pendulum's gonna be putting out some vinyl with them pretty insane stuff
5: wait who
0: silent pendulum records is putting out some psyopis uh vinyl
5: oh i didn't see that how new is that
0: yeah it's pretty crazy man uh it just happened like I think Monday is when he announced it, something like that.
5: Okay, yeah. nice. Okay. Well, nice. Uh and then like more noise rock influences, uh Gay Disco by Gorilla Toss. When I heard that album the first time, like blew my mind. Um <laughs> uh, Daughters too, obviously. There's this band from Las Vegas. Uh they're really new, but they are called Spring Breeding. They put out a really awesome noise yeah, rock here. Yeah, Shouts so, out! Thanks somehow you're this. Bring reading. Message us. Yeah.
0: How <laughs> about you, Nick? What's up? Um,
1: uh, I don't know. I'd say I'm more come from more of like a metal background. Like, like I I deliver for the mail, and I typically listen to like something from the Red Cord on my way home or something, you know. Uh, but yeah, uh, Seth and Bishop were more into like the noise rock stuff. I could, I I really liked whenever we did the record i tried to listen to like Pink destroyer and daughters and just to digest it kind of you know have that kind of mindset
0: that's interesting because you're the guitar player i mean i would imagine you're writing like everything right
1: um meh, it felt that way for a while but it's now that we have like setups like it doesn't really matter like you know maybe i can play guitar the best but like they'll just be like here here's an idea and, like with kind of a conduit situation. Play That's it kind for of.:: for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh,
5: yeah, Right. with us is really collaborative. Uh, everyone gets, everyone puts in their own say. Uh, yeah. The songs end up greater than the sum of their parts after that. But uh, like one of us will bring like an idea to the table. A lot mm-hmm. of the times it is Nick yeah. who does it. And then we just kind of like build up from there. Well, I've also got
1: the access, too. So I'm constantly, because I've got the little pre-pro set up, so I'm just constantly doing something. Um, but that's pretty much how we do it. We just have, like, a song bank, and it's, you know, these songs sound good, these songs sounds like shit, whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, for this album, we just tried to get it out of the way. I wasn't really doing too hard, going too hard on influences. Yeah. Just practice, 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 practice.
4: What about you, Yeah. Well, I would say, like, to speak on the writing process, it usually does start, like, Nick writing a riff, which Nick is a lot more, like, metalcore is where he grew up playing guitar and started out and has maybe the most experience Yeah, you know, just playing live shows in metalcore bands. And so it's, like, more of, like, a metal um influence through Nick that runs through like an extreme like can't stand it here like metal and breakdown
5: I'm my anti-breakdown member of the band.
4: Yeah and then I, I kind of enjoy both so I can kind of like see both sides and like we I mean we all collaborate and agree together but these two are like polar opposites and yeah <laughs> what they naturally will gravitate to Seth wants to write something in like five four now like his natural time signature is five four <laughs> weirdest thing it's a drum <laughs> um, and then Nick is just like pretty straight metal and so like <laughs> That's how the rat punch is usually written, like these two very opposing forces. Yeah, and it, and it works out. Um I think one time
1: Seth was being obstinate about something and he showed me gigging in the middle of that and I was like, it just sounds like it just sounds like rings of Sha- Saturn shitting shitty production. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I have had a couple of members of Guygan on here and uh they might they might take some uh, some offense with that. But. <laughs> 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 so, yeah. two landing waves blew my mind. Right yeah, but that right
5: is
1: pretty
0: sick, it really is. <laughs> Uh looks like we got a little doggo on here. Uh, what's what's her name? Bronson.
1: That's Bronson. Yeah, it's my dog, Bronson. Big B.
0: <laughs> Twitch loves a dog, so uh, it's good content right there. Uh, cat Food Party says pimp dog mode activated. Exactly. I guess
4: the influences for me, like ever since I wanted to play the drones, I wanted to play fast. And so I remember like the first time I heard like really fast double bass, I think I was like 12 and it was as Blood Runs Black. Yes. Right. Yes, right. And I was like, This is what I want to do. And so (laughs) for me, it's just like playing fast. I mean, I try to play all genres. I've been teaching drums for a while now, and I like, I played Sunday morning gig this morning, and then I play a grind show. So everything in between. Yeah, by extension, we we are a Christian band. Uh, Christian band. (laughs) Kind hearted Christian
2: party. Uh, Brian, what's your influence yeah, What influences you? Um, Pictures. I don't know. I like, uh, I, I guess most of my art stuff comes from uh, uh, an affinity for like uh, weird tales style, like eldritch horror and body horror. Um, I like a lot of uh, carcass and pharmacy, which Seth kind of rips me about sometimes. <laughs> uh, that sort of puts me in a headspace to make gnarly shit. When I have to make a poster or something,
6: uh,
2: I, I I like the the really heavy stuff, um, gross stuff, gross stuff. Yeah, yeah. slime. Yeah, it, uh, it gives me like a it gives me a ceiling that I know I'm not gonna like run up against. Seth uh, Seth always tells me not to not to scare the girls with her <laughs> artwork. Uh, so I have to I have to have that limit set so that I don't scare off the. The three girls that show up to
0: rap <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay. <laughs> so uh I can't find the lyrics anywhere. Can you uh tell me what some what they're about?
5: They should huh? be. Uh, I think so. I haven't checked. I didn't see them on y'all's
0: band camp. Uh, was, that was where I was looking.
5: Uh, do you have a particular song you want to know about? Yeah. If you, if I you just don't in general,
0: uh, what are they what are they about?
5: Uh, it really goes from song to song. Uh, Squawking, Anathema, the third to last track on the album, that one's really fun. Our friend Schaefer, who does a project called Earwig Deluxe, uh, which is just like a solo project. It, it's awesome. Like, hands down, one of the best, like, noise weird performers ever. Yeah. Uh, but that song is like a weird spaceship story uh, mm-hmm. where, like, uh, he's like the AI voice of the ship, and I'm like ground control. And Bishop is a passenger on the ship.
3: Yeah, um, we were listening to a lot of Wormed at that time. Yeah, yeah like <laughs> fucking love those lyrics. They crack me up. So <laughs> we were like, we need to write a song that's like Wormed. <laughs>
0: Um, so why not have them posted or I guess y'all thought that they were posted and find out that I, they're not I thought like they were on the already dead band camp but if
5: they're not, I'll, I'll go home and post them tonight on ours yeah, <laughs>
6: okay.
5: yeah. We're, we're kind
3: of kind of lazy <laughs> uh,
5: I, mean, I guess like other songs what's piss yourself about yeah <laughs> uh, that's about people being really annoying on the internet acting like they know everything that they're talking about and i thought it was funny to uh, uh i guess refer to everything they're saying as pee and so <laughs> then they have to they have to pee into their mouths to make sure they don't run out of piss to say dude you heard a song <laughs> about me that's fucked up. <laughs> i love
6: being annoying on
3: um we have a song called dui <laughs> uh, that one's about drinking and driving um
5: don't do it. Don't <laughs> do it. We do
0: not condone. Not we do not condone. <laughs> uh, that song
5: has a pretty funny story, uh, and there's a direct <laughs> reference to our inspiration in that song. Uh, do you know the song "Alcohol" by Gangrene? It's like an old punk song. No. Uh, uh, yeah. Morphobig Nerdble did a really good cover of it, and that was always like one of our favorite party songs whenever we were hanging out. I me and thought for like we need we need to have a drinking song. We need a drinking song, and uh, it's one of the lines in Alcohol is I'd rather drink than fuck, which we always thought was really hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and we we're like, how do we write something that's even stupider than that? <laughs> so then we made our drinking song about drinking and driving. <laughs>
0: don't
5: do it! Don't do
0: it! Yeah, please don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> As far as I can tell, I can't find any info on uh, how y'all recorded this. So, who helped you guys record it?
1: Um, so, when I was a teen, uh, got out of high school, I did some touring with a band called From Under the Willow years ago. The, our bass player, um, he's from this area, and he moved back here and he runs a studio here called Blackwater Audio. And he did it for a good deal. He's just one of my best friends. and, Shout out to Jeremy. Yeah, shout out Jeremy. Jeremy. Mm-hmm. He run, He's in a band. Um, Gladiators. Gladiators, they're based out of – well, he lives here, but they're based out of PA, um, Lancaster. Uh,
0: so uh, yeah. what was the recording process like?
1: Um, it, well, we had it booked in, what, February or January, but we, it was like the 21st of March, and the 17th was the day everything kind of unraveled with COVID. Right. Yeah. So, um in lieu of that, we kind of did – We kind of broke it up. So I did um Dolph did all the drums, I did the guitar first, all scratch guitar. And then I did and Dolph did all the drums separately. Um and then you guys did vocals kind of yeah, you know, we had time, so it just Uh, (laughs) kinda yeah, it was a
5: little weird with the onset of COVID being right when we were starting to record, because uh I mean everyone was being super careful because no one knew what was going on. And So we did it very, like, piecemeal. Like, none of us were ever with Nick in the studio when he was recording the guitar parts and Dolph did all the drums in one day. And then I did all, like, the vocals in one day just to, like, minimize, like, contact and stuff. Yeah. And then the synth, the synth I did for my house, just, like, I
4: think it was the
1: very last thing we did. Yeah, we just sent him the files and he just plugged them in where we had them timestamped.
0: <laughs> that must have been weird though being in the studio like all by yourselves, like uh recording this stuff huh
3: why yes quiet. jeremy is extremely extremely sweet though he's so easy to work with like uh it's just like this is what i'm gonna do and he's like okay do it and so, <laughs> it, it's easy to work with though.
5: yeah yeah no no diss on Jeremy for the process being like that. It's just how it had to be.
3: Yeah.
5: Uh but it was it was weird because like we're a very collaborative band usually and them having to like split it up like that was it was a it was a hurdle in a couple spaces, but it still ended up for so. good.
0: Yeah. Um so uh what's up with the uh album cover? Uh it's kinda like this weird uh Ouroboros with like Festering rats vomiting on each other. Like I, I don't understand what's going on with this. We got it up on stream, by the way.
5: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So I guess Thomas did. He so, has my fearsome name. This is our page, yeah so, like, fearsome yeah. name.
1: Yeah. Um, but it was the idea was that so we had a friend of ours named Eden. Way before that. To, to Eden. And Pete? when uh, way before the album was even done, Seth had paid her to do like a. I don't know, just some artwork for us. And it was yeah. like this crazy, it looked like, you know, the old Area 51 games you could play at arcades. Kind of looked like the monsters and that everywhere. There were rats. <laughs> and so I took that idea to Thomas and was just like, just do whatever, make it kind of alien, otherworldly looking. And he did a great job.
5: Yeah. So, yeah, Thomas, Pearson name on Instagram, follow good art. Uh, he did the illustration. And then our boy Daniel Kraft did the background that makes it look all colorful and fun
6: yeah. uh, okay so
0: you had two different people working on it then okay that was cool. yeah, i feel like a- it fits y'all like perfectly like uh it's brutal but like you know kind of fun it doesn't take itself super seriously like at the same time i feel like it really fits what y'all are doing
1: yeah it looks like we care but also it's still fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we deliberated about it for a while yeah oh really the-
0: y'all didn't like it at first
1: well, the original, the actual, like the rat thing you see, is actually it's, he drew that by hand, and then it, it's, on, it's at uh, Seth's house right now. It's like a wooden canvas kind of thing, and he like took a, It kind of looks like a geometric space scene. He just took a like textured paint or paint and used like newspaper and made it all textured. Yeah, uh, yeah, but, the background
5: was different at first. Yeah, it was
1: like dark and stuff, but you know the vibrant background worked out too. Yeah. Really well.
5: Uh... And that was before we we started working with Ryan really heavily. So now he's got really big shoes to fill.
2: Yeah, yeah. Fresh, I've been doing a, I've been doing a lot more push ups to sort of rise to the occasion. I've been trying to sin way more. <laughs>
5: <laughs> I think well, really Chris
0: Chris and... Chris <laughs> yeah. well uh, speaking of Ryan, uh, you uh, did the music videos. Am I am I right about that?
2: I did the second music video, the one for Rift City. Uh, the one for my experience was by our friend Jake Butnam. Uh, shout out. Shout out.
0: Well, we're playing Rift City right now on the stream. Uh, why don't you tell us about uh, what was going through your mind when you're making it?
2: Yeah, so uh, Seth and I talked a lot about the general vibe going into it. I know uh, a lot of times when we hang out in big groups, karaoke always comes up um it's a really fun thing to do when you're a little bit soused Uh, so i took that and, and sort of i guess the a to c line in my mind was immediately to like old super nintendo games and that sort of uh that pixelated look um and that's where it started and then um i spent a lot of time in after effects making this sort of like video game style template and like the loading screen, and stage complete screen. Um, and then I realized I didn't actually have any footage to, to fill all that time with. So um, then I just started looking around uh, public domain archives for just, you know, stuff that wasn't directly related to what the song is talking about, but related enough to sort of Uh, It's filling in gaps, maybe that the song leaves to the imagination. Uh, So I think lots of
0: stock footage.
2: Yeah, yeah, (laughs) lots of stock footage. Some footage. Uh, We actually, uh, I I shot one of their practice sessions in this room um, with a nice electric drum kit, which is super hard. (laughs) Um, But uh, yeah, I think that the end result is something that uh, hopefully complements the song really nicely. Sort of fit together, um, and it was uh, it was really fun. in sort of balancing this gritty sort of subject matter visually with uh, the, the the colors and the sort of light, not super self serious tone that uh, we're trying to go for. Um, so hopefully, hopefully that uh, that sort of is is noticeable. It worked did work, cross it.
0: So uh, y'all were talking about a projection like going along with like your shows and stuff. I don't know if we were talking about that on, on this interview or before the interview, but y'all are doing that. Uh, is this kind of like what the projection is gonna look like, like stuff like this?
2: Yeah, it's uh, there, it, a lot of similar around the same time that I was uh, pulling stock footage for that. I, I was, you know, things that didn't really fit there, I was putting elsewhere, uh, just setting aside so I'd have something. Uh, for these projections for the show. And so uh, what we ended up coming up with for the album release show was about a five-minute-long looping visual of the logo, Uh, not the same logo that uh, you used for the, uh, I guess, the thumbnail or whatever you want to call it for promoting this. Um, But there's a different one that sort of spans the whole screen and then... um, just, uh, I took different psychedelic visuals different uh there's some uh surgery visuals that I snuck in there that I didn't want to tell Seth about cuz I maybe get mad at me
0: uh, got to so, keep the ladies in there man you can't scare them away i
2: know uh, um, good i don't know there's a mashup of uh like really cool trippy visuals some stuff that's on the gnarlier side uh you wouldn't believe how much footage there is out there of atom bomb tests. <laughs> you know, that shit always looks really, really cool. So I use as much of that as I could find. The um, end result is uh, maybe a little bit overwhelming when you first look at it, but uh, I think it it sort of complements the, the chaos of the live shows pretty yeah. well. So
5: Yeah, the album release show is the first time that we did that. And an uh, ant <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is fun, yeah. Um, actually, there's gonna be a video of that, we got the audio recorded and had a, had a good uh camera setup going, so there will be another video about I think my favorite show we've
0: ever played, yeah. Well, uh, y'all did another video for uh Nightmare Ants that we're uh playing right now, too. So, uh, what, what's this one all about? We're, whose uh idea was this?
1: Uh, oh.
5: We, oh,
1: you mean the video
0: or the song
5: itself. Uh, uh, video. The, uh, a video. The I video, just kind of, the song itself. Uh, I have some really awesome sleep paralysis stuff,
0: and uh, you have awesome sleep paralysis. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah. Uh, he named the song Nightmare Ants and we were like, well, I
5: guess we have to write a song about.
0: Wait, wait! I think you cut out for a second. Who, who came up with the song? With the song title?
5: I'm Gerbil in the chat. It's Wesley. Laptop German. Oh, okay. We were at his house hanging out, and uh, he was talking about how there's some ants upstairs where we were going to sleep. And uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure he coined the term "nightmare ants." But uh, we heard the song about nightmares, and we we were scrambling to put out a, get a video to get into the song because like we were planning to release that one first. And we didn't have a video yet, and we hit up. Uh, Papa, he's in school for video production and stuff at UT here. And so he threw something together for us real quick. Uh, and it ended up pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, the song is just supposed to capture nightmares. And-
0: so it's literally about, like, ants. Like, when you're supposed to sleep. I-, I like that. I like it.
5: Uh, the song is actually <laughs> lyrically about uh, ants that crawl into your head and give you nightmares. And the reason you eat ear in your sleep is to get them under control.
0: <laughs> okay. A little more intense than I thought. <laughs> yeah, laptop gerbils talking about how they uh, crawl in your ears and give you nightmares. It's, uh, it's pretty brutal.
4: <laughs> is that something that kids at like, your school said back in the day? Like, you know you swallow eight spiders in your sleep at night. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I,
0: I remember hearing that. Yeah. I, is, is that true? I don't know if that's true or not.
4: okay someone
5: told me this and I always after they told me I was like okay that's true and I never looked it up to double check so I'm not sure but somebody (laughs) told me that like that fact got spread around just to see how easily people would believe something
0: (laughs) okay well I hope to god it's not true but uh you know it's
2: actually (laughs) spiders yeah yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) so uh we got a random question here we ask everybody uh what do you put on your hot dogs
3: Oh, snap. Mustard
1: only, dude. Spicy brown.
0: Just mustard? That's it? Okay. I mean, I can get behind it. It's, uh, it's simple, but I, I like do.
2: it. It's pretty good, I think. What is? Ice white onion. Okay. Slow. Slow. I
3: actually have a very specific answer to this question. I've sent it in the group chat.
4: Uh, peanut butter. I do
3: What's the matter with you, dude? I can't trust it with it. This guy's dangerous. Yeah. The love just Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
6: yeah,
3: in yeah, the shit. Like I got locked up. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was something my dad did, so F- fucking peanut butter, dude.
0: Peanut butter. Wait, like no meme, like you actually do that?
3: Yeah, for real. No meme. Like if it's crunchy, that's better. Crunchy, that's better.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it sounds dry, is it not?
3: Awesome, it's like sweet and salty. That's dude. There's got to be someone in the chat
6: who's backing
0: me up right now. No. <laughs> <laughs> there's no one backing you up, but uh, <laughs> I got someone laughing at you. <laughs> Wait, okay, that's that's an odd one. We're gonna uh, we're gonna move on from that. Uh, who, who else? Uh, who else? I yeah. put on your hot dogs? spicy oh, brown only. If anyone says anything remotely that
2: fucked up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anything close to the peanut
5: butter thing. I can't sit for that. here hot dog. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, if it's like a quality
4: hog, just Buster. If it's just like a microwave, you know, like wet bag <laughs> hot dog, like, I'll do the unspeakable and go catch it. And Buster uh, or whatever.
0: Ketchup <laughs> is unspeakable. Please don't please don't mention it again.
4: Yeah.
0: <laughs> What about you, Nick? I don't know if we heard from you yet or not.
3: Wait, say that
0: again? I said, what about you, Nick? I don't think we heard from you yet. Or, yeah, yeah, Nick. Oh, uh,
3: mustard
0: only. Oh, you were the one that said mustard only in the beginning. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, laptop gerbil in the chat is saying, in response to the uh, peanut butter thing, the five of us in chat don't back you. I'm with laptop <laughs> gerbil on this. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, y'all released this on Already Dead Tapes. Uh, tell us how you uh, hooked up with them.
5: Yeah, uh, so, shout out Jake Watkins. Hey. Uh, our, our really good friend, Jake, is in a band called Tall Papa. They're kind of like uh, in, in the... Dreamy. Yeah, Sorry. so they're really cool. Check them out. Tall Papa. Uh, Jake with Tall Papa is like super good friends with Josh from Already Dead. But I've met Josh a couple times here, and uh, Jake was like, you should just message Josh and see if he wants to do it. And so then I did. And uh, Josh from Already Dead hooked us up. He put it out and uh, did cassettes for us. It was really awesome having an actual physical release of something for music. That's a, that was a bucket list item for me.
0: Nice. Are uh, y'all planning on doing, like, CDs and stuff?
5: Uh, we haven't talked about putting the record on any other format yet. Uh, I mean, it would be awesome to do anything, uh, CDs, vinyl, whatever, but, uh, at the same time, fronting the cost for it and stuff ourselves would be annoying. And so we'll see, we'll see what happens. No? Not, not denying the possibility, but not confirming
0: so, uh, what's next for you guys? You got any big plans happening? We got like a tour going on maybe or anything like that?
5: Tour, uh, sure. Not immediately. Maybe sometime next year we'll be able to get out for a few days. But yeah. uh, we are putting out new music
0: soon. Oh, soon? You're putting out new music again? Really soon?
5: Yeah, we're going we're gonna to put out uh, a single and then a small EP. Oh, okay. So seven years until the next
0: one. <laughs> yeah, I guess uh, y'all were saying that these songs were like, pretty old, so I imagine your sounds changed a decent amount.
5: Yeah, we've just gotten better and more creative, stuff. And uh, it's, it was awesome to finally get this out here. It's be even more awesome when we can start like playing and focusing on the new music we've been
2: writing. Most of our brains are fully developed now. So <laughs> we can't be stopped. <laughs> yeah we were talking about it earlier like uh of
3: course love lp1 but stuff for lp2 is like it gives the first album wedges so bad like pulls its underwear over it's head. i really think so
6: <laughs> <laughs>
3: like uh and we we're talking about recording process earlier i mean we've been able to i mean nick was saying before he he has sent us so much stuff i mean he, he really is a powerhouse I, I have to give that to nick for sure uh there's there's a lot of material to work with and we're even still just like coming up with ideas but yeah idea for a single
5: yeah yeah here within 2 to 3 weeks is what we're saying we're going to put out a single and then drop an EP a little bit after that
0: yeah
1: all
5: right a good a good taste of what we've been working on
1: yeah i mean well, the newest song on the record is not, um, other than Turbo Octane, is about like job apps, and that's like two and years old. Squawking, too. Squawk. Well, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's the, like, really, like, that stuff is, it really was more of a compilation of yeah uh, everything we've done up to this point. Journalistic.
6: Yeah.
5: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Documented it. I don't know why I said, yeah. <laughs> yeah it was. It was, like, it was
3: like a little journal. It was a little journal of love. Like, yeah. You wouldn't say it's a journal of love, dude.
5: <laughs> <It's a>
0: beautiful <laughs> journal of love. <laughs> yeah. So you guys have played a lot of shows in your time. Uh, what was the best show you guys have played?
5: Best
1: show? Oh, um, well, well I'll, I'll say my favorite show.
6: Um,
1: it's also the worst show. I um, know my favorite shows. We we played a show at um, there's like this bigger venue downtown called Spruffy City, and um, and
5: so it's not for us. No, it's, <laughs>
1: so we we. Our, I guess we have friends that don't like anger music but like us so they had us on and it was like the opener was our friend Paul he does like it was like a piano thing. Yeah and Paul then, shout
5: out to Paul. Very very, very hot evil uh, incredible pianist like so so absurdly talented it's crazy and uh, he opened that show and then we played and then our friends that put us on Chrome Snatchers they're like a a rock and roll indie band. And uh, <laughs> it's, this, it's like a, it's like a like downtown, like people who like football a lot go there
0: sometimes.
5: <laughs> yeah.
0: And so it, a sports bar then.
5: Yeah,
1: it used to be an old theater. So like, there's like a, like a, a balcony area. I like, put it in perspective, the, a guy walked by, saw the uh, triple rectifier I was using and asked me if I was in a band like Metallica. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
3: <laughs> sure. <laughs> he's right in the middle of downtown, so there is a diverse group of people who are there at any given moment, and not of them, not a lot of them are probably expecting like a, a grind. Yeah. The,
1: the best part was so we're, well, Seth was on the floor, and yeah, get pers- off the stage. From our, pers- we're about six feet off the ground, and you can see this crowd being afraid of Seth and <laughs> he was, like, vomiting in between vomiting, like continuing to do vocals. Wait, like then...
0: actually vomiting. In the yeah. It was
1: pretty
5: awesome.
1: Yeah. They didn't know what to do with Seth, <laughs> but that was great. Yeah. Uh, but the worst show I'd say for me, or uh, I don't know, really. <laughs> Actually, I can't
5: hmm. we, really sure, Oh I know the worst show. Um, oh for you and yeah. it's perfect because Dolph's not here one time. We we did <laughs> Dolph, we had like confirmed that we were gonna play a show and then for some reason Dolph had them back out like a couple weeks before and like crap, we don't want to like drop off because we already said we were gonna play it. And so then uh this is when we had our old guitarist in the band, Robert. Um me and him programmed all the drums as a backing track to play it live. And so we played with uh, just a drum backing track. And like one of the fills was programmed wrong. It was like programmed at the BPM of the next part, which was like slower than what the fill was actually supposed to be. It's the fill in uh, Rat Dad, the first song that goes into that breakdown. It was at the speed of the breakdown, it was like the speed of the part before. So it was, it's like this obnoxiously long, slow so drum. drum. <laughs>
6: yeah.
5: Uh, we referred to that set as the Robo Golf set. And we've never done that again.
0: Dolph, how'd you feel about using programmed drums?
4: I mean, they, they saw the result. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay okay proved your worth there i i, I like it <laughs> uh what about the rest of y'all uh best and worst show
4: oh i think like probably my favorite show ever was first time we traveled to carbondale um seth spent his first year of college at siu and so he had made some connections in carbondale and some homies have like a house where they host uh like I think mostly punk shows, but also metal bands. is yeah. yeah Tacos in, shouts out, I think it's like Burned Down or something.
5: <laughs> but, we played the last show there.
4: Yeah, okay. But the first show, they were like, I don't know why. It was just so crazy. It was like a really dim basement. And it was small. It couldn't have been more than like 200 square feet with like a seven-foot ceiling with like AC... Like, you had to watch your head and get through there. Yeah. But, like, people were going so crazy for like every yeah. man. And it was, yeah. that was like the craziest energy of a show that I think we've ever played. And somebody, like, ended up breaking an entire, like, Jack Daniels liquor bottle. And, like, they're still moshing on top of it. And some dude came up and he was, like, red with blood. He's like, it's
5: ketchup, man. It's ketchup.
4: <laughs> and, like, it, Crazy time, but. It was some crazy energy, so <clears throat> that was probably unmatched energy. And uh, album Alicia has to be up there, one of the best too. That show was awesome. Yeah, yeah, all um, the homies came out.
5: Yeah, um, one of the weirdest shows we ever played. We actually played. We were uh, band. We were the band for the night for a uh, chainsaw luchador uh, death wrestling match. death, ma- death match.
0: <laughs> Wait, what? You had like chainsaws in the death match?
5: Uh, it was a wrestling match, and it was as well as like a chainsaw luchador death match, wrestling and
0: death. I have <laughs> I mean, no like, idea what that means exactly. Like, I, I get like wrestling and stuff, but explain it to me.
1: they're using like chainsaws, yeah, they're like wrestling, they had like barbed
5: wire and stuff, yeah, and they were like uh throwing each other down on like the barbed wire. There was like some like weapons involved there's probably not a blade on the chainsaw yeah no the chainsaw
4: was fake but it was just like amateur wrestling but like weirdly real because they got like fluorescent light bulbs like broke them on each other's backs and like you could tell like everything was real as far as the light bulbs go and then they like slam each other on the glass and so they're like actually bleeding and like actually hurting each other what
0: the fuck dude that's wild Yeah, that was, like, I
4: mean, probably the most unique show Yeah, Yeah,
5: we played the walkout for, like one, of the last guys, like, one of the last guys to go on. And he, like, came up on stage with us and put his arm around me and was, like, fist bumping as we were playing, come on. And he tried to put his arm around Mick, too, and Nick was just like, I'm playing guitar, dude. <laughs> step to the right. Uh, it was super weird. I think the setup was we played, like, Three songs, so like two minutes worth of music. No,
1: we played, so we played two songs, and then we're, somehow we worked out a deal. There's like grandparents here. And so somehow we worked out a deal to where at the, after the wrestling event, we just finished the set. So we just played like nine songs for Peepaw and Grandma. And, like all this, and then like you know,
4: 10 dudes wearing onesies covered in bloody glass. It was also... One of the weirdest bars that has ever been open, I would say, in our city. It's yeah. called Bar Marley's. It's like a Bob Marley Pun. It's like some reggae themed, mostly outdoor bar where they would have like one penny beer nights.
5: Yeah, they had penny
4: PBR nights.
5: So, like basically like <laughs>
4: Jesus. free. Like,
5: yeah. <laughs> it got closed down very quickly.
0: <laughs> That's crazy.
5: I was running it? I think it turned out to be kind of a unsavory fellow yeah uh, the, it was also like kind of gross and dingy yeah <laughs> and uh, when, playing, the, playing the wrestling match was hilarious yeah
0: dude that is wild crap wow. yeah i
6: played
0: uh, oh, i'm sorry I, uh, no you're good you're good
3: i'm sorry <laughs> i uh i played bass in a in an old band uh with some friends it was called grog and we played a show at bar marley too and they are right, like, everything they're saying is completely true, like, that bar was so fucking odd, like, the theme was very incoherent, like, you would walk in, and there's just fucking sand on the ground, like, there's sand, like, not even, like, everywhere, so you don't really feel like you're at the beach, it just feels like there's sand and random cl- it just feels, like, dirty.
5: Yeah, there was a goat roaming around there, too, all the time. Like-
0: no the way, there was a goat?
3: or just in one corner if you wanted to play. Like, I guess if you wanted to go there and just fucking ignore everybody and drink, like, five PBRs for a nickel, you could. <laughs> it, it really was the strangest bar. And it. It was like, I guess it's safe, I guess. That was probably the weirdest show. Best show, I think, probably was the album release. Um, that that was really good. We played with Calistow Boys right before that. And yeah, that was also really fun. That... That was at Pilot Light, which is where we will play. Yeah, see you on the
5: 11th. See at you, you on the hell
0: 11th. Hell yeah, hell yeah! I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, yeah. yeah, that show with Dow Boys must have been pretty insane, huh?
5: Yeah, they were so good. We, I mean, uh, obviously we played last just for the local closer, uh, but it was hard to follow them.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I could imagine.
5: Yeah,
3: Yeah. we've been trying to. I've uh, been trying to start this collection of photos of. Uh, whenever we see a band that's really, really heavy, we've been trying to get at least one picture of me just making a scared face at each of the, the shows because I, I think that there's like a sliding scale of like how heavy a band is. Like, like your band applies to this too. Like Sound of Creation definitely applies to this where it's like, it's so heavy that like you can't headbang anymore and you just kind of have to stand in shock and maybe be still and be like, you have to try and be still <laughs> so that the music doesn't see you and like bite you. <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of how it was, like. Same. That was <laughs> another
0: really
3: good one too. Yeah. Yeah. out. Yeah. So, sure.
5: yeah.
0: Chats yeah. <laughs> so you guys have uh tape, stickers, and shirts over at a uh, rat punch ratpunch.bandcamp.com. Um, oh, I did want to shout out real quick. Uh, Steph and Bishop, you guys do radio show a uh, funeral directory. You want to yeah. tell us a little bit about it?
5: Uh, so, uh, I, it's at the college radio station WTK uh, ninety point three here on the radio. But uh, it's one—it's like the longest-running specialty show on that radio station. It's—it's it's been running for like over a decade now, like well over that. Uh, I inherited the show from Laura, who's in a black metal band called Feminaz School now. Shouts out to Laura. Uh, and so I, it's just like, where else in the, in Tennessee are you going to hear extreme metal on FM radio?
6: <laughs> so, Nowhere. Yeah.
5: Uh, and so uh, I've been doing that show for a while and Bishop started doing it with me because uh, we both spend way too much of our time listening and trying to find the craziest newest music. And, uh, we've been trying to like, just, uh, bring on people whenever we can just to share whatever audience we have with anyone. Um, I think
3: I joined doing it, uh, I can't remember, maybe it was nearly three years ago now. Um, it's definitely been well into two years. Uh, Dang,
0: so you have been doing it for a while then.
5: Yeah, I've been doing it for probably close to six yeah.
0: Jeez. Yeah. Okay. I thought this was like a thing like you were doing like in college or something like that. I didn't realize this was like a, a a whole thing for you. That's cool.
3: Seth graduated. I never went. I think the only reason I I even got to do it is Seth made one post. It's like I I feel like I've never seen him do it since. But he made one post like years ago. It was like, "What do you guys? Do you have any suggestions for what I play on the radio tonight?" And I was like, sawtooth grin. He's like. Dude, come do the show. And like, <laughs> after that, we we've done the show a bunch, and we uh, it is really easy. Seth and I uh, we like to butt heads, but it's, it's all in love and and friendship. But sometimes I'm like, yo, new dance, cabin dance, bro. It's fucking heavy. New, bring me the horizon. Like, <laughs> you know, bring me,
6: bring me the horizon.
5: It's kind of fucking heavy, and he's like, Shh, please shut up. Please shut up. <laughs> uh, yeah, the show has like. Uh, a long settled law way before I was doing it. Uh, but uh it like before I started doing it, it was mostly just like a black metal show, you know, like uh Laura was just playing like all the most obscure black metal I'd never heard of before. <laughs> and uh so I I try to respect her vision of the show, you know. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs>
6: uh
0: just want to shout out to mf Spittin for a seven with prime you are awesome uh cat food party a- says ask him about the show before the funeral directory and how much they hate it
3: <laughs> shout out ben Shout out ben, cat food party gazelle records follow them all uh ben does the indie aisle which is the specialty show right before the funeral directory and uh <laughs> That show's been going on for a super long time too, and Ben also listens to a ton of music uh I know he he works with a lot of like show production um so I think he he's probably working big Ears, which is like a huge festival that happens here every year and uh he just he plays such interesting stuff it's It's really just the bindi owl because it's just whatever he's been listening to at that time, which is which is always super good, and we will do the show together there's there's not like a uh, concrete host for that show at the moment but uh, but but that's his show and it's really really cool and it's obscure and odd and he plays like metal music too um, all sorts of stuff it's it's really like an eccentric grab bag of stuff that that happens right before the funeral directory on mondays
5: yeah yeah was about to eight so if, on uh, Monday nights, if you're ever bored and need someone to play music for you, tune in online,
0: Yeah. check out the NBI of female director. Right, and I'll put a link to that in, uh, in the description. Um, so, uh, what was the last thing that you guys listened to? Like, literally the last thing?
3: Uh, here, I can tell I can you. Chat. Yeah, we can tell you. I got you. Okay, so, uh, I had a... I had a caffeine day. I was blessed by caffeine. I, I went for a few days without caffeine and then I get up super early for work. And, uh, if I go a few days and then I drink like a bang, yo, shout out bang, uh, give us an endorsement, um, <laughs> an energy drink, dude. fucking endorse us. My kids doing, so. Uh, I was able to listen to a bunch of stuff today, but the very last thing that I listened to was, uh, the new, every time I die and, uh, yeah, that shit's good. I'll, I'll say this now. Maybe I might be. I don't know if I'm the most emotional. I think maybe I'm the. I, I cry easily. I love to cry. Yeah, he's always crying. I listened. <laughs> uh, the knew every time I die made me cry when I was driving. It's so good. <laughs>
0: really? Okay. I haven't listened to it yet. I wasn't like expecting a lot, but I guess it's good then.
3: The
1: stress rehearsal. Uh, I don't know what Jordan Buckley's right hand's been doing the last couple
3: of years, but it's pretty quick like yeah, it's, it's quick as shit i literally think, it might be perfect i only made like <laughs> three quarters of the way through but I, I straight up let a fucking tear out listening to it when i was on my way here and i had to tell everybody i was like dude i just cried every time i died like, on the way here
0: <laughs> oh that's uh, awesome
5: the Thing that i was listening to is the new chop uh, chop 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 it's seven times it's it's one more <laughs> One more. Chop. Uh, the new Chop 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 was really good. It came out recently. I was listening to that. Yeah, they're crazy. Chop, chop. I
0: just saw a post today about that. I do need to look into it.
5: It's cool. It's in the, like, cyber grind wave that's been yeah. happening. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure we're good on uh, this is an
3: old computer. Make sure we're good on, uh, yeah. It.
5: It's not too bad. You just need to get a close-up of your face. Yeah.
0: How <laughs> <laughs> about you, Nick? What was the last thing you listened to?
1: Um honestly the uh that replicant record, Malign Malignant Reality. Have you checked that replicant yet?
0: No, I haven't heard of them.
1: It's ignorant how heavy it is. That's pretty ballsy. It's perfect. (laughs) perfect. (laughs) Like it makes me want to like get a surgery for what did that guy on (laughs) Twitter say? It, it, the total of that was great. He was like, he was like, tell me that a single brain cell was used when when the guy drugged his knuckles into the studio to write that riff. Like it's just like that riff's got a forehead. That was great, but it's stupid. Like not a single bend on the record, just straight up death metal. It's great. Yeah. It's,
5: it's <laughs> really zany dissonant death metal. Yo, you
1: hit us
3: up, Replicant, bro.
1: Holy. Yeah. Fuck.
5: Also shout out, Replicant. Message us
4: whenever ready. Whatever you're
0: right, <laughs> and uh, Dolph,
4: um, maybe like Doja Cat, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like the last thing I listened to today was probably like the new Vilcharcha record, which also took like as long as Rap Punch to come out. Yeah. So I was definitely like more into that style of music when their first album came out, and then the new album was like really good too. So I enjoyed it.
0: Oh yeah. Uh, and uh, what about I, I guess we could have uh, Um, I'm sorry I forgot your name Ryan I guess we have Ryan to answer that too what was the last thing you listened to man oh, I've been on kind of a
2: nostalgia kick lately so the last thing I listened to uh, was The New Rain by Born of Osiris <laughs> uh, before the interview started we were talking about all the synth stuff on that album it's really really fun and just doesn't feel like it should fit but it does fit it's like it's like Europe style synth like (laughs) it's so goofy but that uh that keyboard solo on abstract art kind (laughs) of (laughs) goes
0: and uh just real quick uh what's the album of the year so far for you guys
5: uh this noise rock band Nopes put out a really awesome record in January uh I've been listening to that record like all year now they're awesome Nopes it's called, it has a funny album name, it's uh, O R K, like dork, but like york.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh,
5: the new Discord record is really good, the new Replicant record. Uh, I don't know what you guys can want.
2: I think mine has got to be uh, Garden of Burning Apparitions. It's by uh, full of hell. It's, it's so, so gnarly.
0: Yeah, those guys are crazy, man. Yeah,
2: uh, the, the I didn't I didn't think music could get that noisy. Um, like the first time I listened to it, I, I legitimately got a little bit scared, <laughs> um, which is now a new barometer for uh, for good music for me. Is how <laughs> if it scares me as much as uh, that record did the first time I heard it, then we're in for something good. That's a that's a tough
3: one. I I, I like I said, I really enjoyed what I heard from the new Every Time I Die. Uh, we listen to so much new stuff for the radio show that it's, it's sometimes hard to become like super intimate with the albums that we listen to. Uh, I'm really anticipating the new Plebeian Grandstand, so I don't want to say quite yet, but I am really excited for new for new Plebe G. Shout out Plebe G. Yo, come to America, dude. Uh,
0: <laughs> Good old Replic- Plebe G. <laughs> uh, uh, Replicant also is
3: really hard to beat. Malignant Reality is just like, uh, man, fucking nightmare, too. Like, there are so many amazing dissonant black metal and dissonant death metal things coming out right now with like incredible production value that it's it's hard to pick. And I, I sort of think, I'm sorry, I know I'm rambling, but because of the radio show, it's like, you never know what's going to come out like right at the fucking end. So I'm not sure yet.
5: Yeah. Speaking of, your record it hasn't come out yet.
0: Yeah, it hasn't. It hasn't. Uh, but, yeah, I, I understand where you're coming from, Bishop. Like, I'm kind of the same way. I've listened to so much stuff for, for this podcast. That, yeah, it's kind of hard to be uh, super intimate with stuff.
1: I don't know. I haven't really been jamming too much new music this year. I've been listening to uh, the next four years by the United Nations um, a lot. I didn't know, like that super group band. It's like Converge and all yeah. sorts of people in that. I feel like that Structures. Yeah, that new structure stuff was just really heavy. Super heavy. The production was really crazy. Um, yeah, yeah. just been listening to a ton of like Hollow Earth. I don't know if you've ever listened to them. I love, they're like, I don't know, picked, them up, picked up a record. They were on tour with a band called Great Reversals like 10 years ago in Georgia. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. The new Every Time I Die is good. Maybe the Replicant record, though. It just.
6: <laughs> we, all, we all are Replicant. Replicant. Yeah. yeah,
1: dude. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,
0: that's stupid, Dolph. <laughs> what about uh, what about you, Dolph?
4: Oh man, I don't even know. Replicant.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but no, I get that answer a lot. A lot of people don't stay up to date on uh new music coming out. Kind of just uh stay with the stuff that they've been listening to.
4: I guess like the last album that was like mind blowing for me was Imperial Triumphants, last record they put out. But I think that was in 2020. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was. I feel like they just
0: put one out, did they not?
4: That's definitely my 2020 album. I don't think I really have one for 2021
0: yet. Yeah. Well, uh, that's about all I had to talk about. Let's shout something else I wanted to bring up.
4: Uh,
5: let's see. What do we got? Uh, we've got a video probably for the album release show coming out soon. We're dropping new music soon. So don't wait. Don't think you gotta wait eight more years this time.
3: We're in the
2: laboratory. Trust. Yeah. Trust. In the laboratory, <laughs> we're gonna give Bishop a good talking to about that peanut butter <laughs> dog thing. Yeah.
0: Thank you, thank you. That was that's been weighing heavily on me, actually. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, if you're looking for some intense grind that's made for the parties, you should check out It's a Drink, the debut album from Rat Punch. Uh, you guys are on Facebook, Bandcamp, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and all streaming platforms. Uh, I guess you could pick up some tapes from alreadydeadtapes.bandcamp.com and uh, some other merch from uh, ratpunch.bandcamp.com. We're going to have all these links in the description. Uh, are there any like social stuff that I'm missing for you guys?
2: Twitter? Um the yeah. bishop's pointing at me so uh, you can follow me on instagram if you like it's uh, at a hedge wizard i post a lot of my personal art there a lot of what i'm working on for rat punch um, it's a good place to keep up to date on okay
0: i'll uh, i'll get a link from you too as well and we'll put that in the description um also uh, as for me, drop my channel, so you, uh, drop my channel, follow, so you always know when I go live. You can also sub to get access to the interviews before they hit YouTube and streaming services, as well as some exclusive emotes. Uh, find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. YouTube folks, if you enjoyed the video, please drop a like, tickle, notification, tickle the notification bell, and don't forget to subscribe. It's a great way to support me for free. Check out my music, The Sound of the Events Creation, at Bandcamp.com. we got pre-orders up for boomers, zoomers, desperate coomers right now. Uh, my next guest is Chicago-based mathcore, post-hardcore band, Past Forms. Join us this Sunday, the 24th at 7 p.m. Central for the live cast. Thanks for being here, guys. Hope you had a good time.
6: Oh, yeah. Thank you for this. Thank
0: you, dude. Oh, yeah. And thank you guys for watching and listening.